Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we take a direct approach to mental health by speaking about the things that cause us pain in hopes that it will help someone else. This is a judgment-free safe zone, and all is welcome. I'm your host, Safe Word. Now, let's get into the topic. The topic of today is so you don't fit in. Okay. Growing up, I never fit in. I was always different. I was always a bit of an outcast. I never really fit in with anyone. I never really had a lot of friends. And as a child growing up in public school, not having a lot of friends was looked at as oftentimes as a bad thing. Like people would, you know, say bad things about me or say mean things to hurt my feelings because I really didn't fit the mold of the average person. I wasn't really someone that was desperate to fit in. I wasn't someone that made the attempt to be social. Now, fitting in, in my opinion, when you're young and impressionable and in your early teens is very important to your social development. At least that's what they teach you. But in my experience um, and some of the things that I've seen in my life, trying to fit in has almost had the opposite effect um, of what it is originally supposed to do or what you've been told it's supposed to do. I've seen people get killed. I've seen lots of things happen to people who were desperate to fit in and maybe went a little overboard to be accepted by their peers. Now, so you don't fit in. So what? That's okay. If you're someone like me, I have never felt like I fit in anywhere. I've never felt like I fit in with the kids at school. I never felt like I fit in with my own family. I've never felt like there was any place that I really fit in. Even as far as where I would like to, you know, move in, live and, you know, get my own house and things like that. I've never even figured out that there was any place in particular that I felt like I belong as as far as living. Recently, I took a trip to California and I stayed there for a couple days and I went to, I was in LA and I went to Beverly Hills and I spent um, most of my time in Beverly Hills. It was beautiful. I was really excited. I kind of liked it and um, it had been my dream to go to California for a very long time. It had been a huge dream of mine to go to California. Because I've been a lot of places, but California was not one of them. And so in August, I decided to take a trip to California. And um, I loved it. It was in- incredible. And so since I've been back, I've wanted to go back. You know, that was one of the places that I wanted to live because... In my mind, and this may not be somewhat of an accurate description of what it's like to live there, but at least in my mind, I sort of considered it as a place for someone like me, someone who is free-spirited, doesn't really like to be confined, I don't really like rules, I don't really like to be told what to do or to be made into someone else's image. I would kind of rather create my own image and, you know, be myself. And so 
when I went to California, it was everything I expected and more. I was a little freaked out at first, but um, I found that I really, really liked it once I got there and got settled. And um, I just sort of envisioned it as a place with, you know, lots of mountains and sunny beaches and things. And, and for someone that is really originally from South Florida, you know, if you've been to South Florida, they say if you've been to South Florida, you've been to California. And once I went there, I found that to be almost true. But um, living in California is of course, twice as expensive as it is to live in Florida, of course, or they're almost on the same level as far as expensive. The further you get down south, the more expensive. The same as with California. The further you get down south, the more expensive everything is. But um, anyway, I sort of saw that as the place where I wanted to settle down and live forever. However, as this pandemic hit, um, I started to second guess whether I really fit there either. There's just so many places to live, so many different choices, and I just really don't know to which one that I fit in. It's so different when you feel like an outsider everywhere you go. Everywhere I go, I feel like a complete outsider. And I've been reading and doing a lot of research on it, and from what I've heard, most times they say when you feel like an outsider or you feel different, like you don't fit in with anyone or anything in particular, that's because maybe you're not meant to to fit in. You're meant to stand out. And maybe that's why you don't fit in. But sometimes for a lot of people that really want to fit in, sometimes standing out is really hard. Sometimes you get tired of standing out and sometimes you just want to be normal. But then when I try to be normal, I realize that I hate being normal because, you know, normality, what is normality? Honestly, what really is normality? What is it? Um, what is it to be normal? What is it to be typical? And who sets the standard of what is declared as normal? None of us really know that answer. So technically, all of us are outsiders in our own way. And I think if people would stop fighting the fact that they were different and maybe stop trying to fit in with everyone else, I think the world would be a lot happier and um, everybody would be a lot more authentic because then everybody would have the freedom to be themselves. Of course, not, you know, rid of harsh judgment by other people that maybe are more afraid to be themselves, but at least they would be able to be themselves and not be as concerned with the, um, with the opinions subjective opinions of other people's based on their insecurities about themselves. Um, it's, it's, it was difficult in my childhood standing out because I was always so different. It was, I never felt like I fit in. I never had one particular click. You know, the middle school days are about clicks. Everybody gets into a click when they're in middle school and that kind of leads them into high school. When I was a little kid, I kind of clicked with everybody. I knew the popular kids. I knew the nerds. I knew the jocks. I knew the, basically, like, the mean girls palette that um, that Janice Ian and, what was it, Damien, I think, put together of the kids at the school. 
basically I kind of had a run in with every click of the school. So in my my own strange way, I kind of knew everybody, but I never really found a click that I fit in with because there was so much of me in every different click. So it was kind of hard for me to uh, necessarily uh, fit in without trying to without actually spreading myself too thin and um that was really difficult uh for me as a kid because even someone like me who knows that I stand out who knows that I'm not normal because I don't fit in with anyone it makes you feel bad about the fact that you don't fit in because even though you know that you're independent and you're different and you can handle being on your own sometimes it can be a bit isolating and sometimes even in situations like that, when a person knows that you're different and you're not like everyone else, sometimes they'll go out of their way to isolate you or to alienate you to cover up for their own insecurities. So um, it can be kind of a... Um, it can be a double-edged sword, honestly. Sometimes I wish, I wish that I fit in uh, because... I wouldn't feel so different. I wouldn't feel so out of place. And sometimes when I speak to people and I talk to people and they tell me, well, sometimes when I talk to the wrong people and they'll say to me, you're not different. You're like everyone else. But I know in my heart that I'm not different, that I'm not the same, I'm sorry, as everyone else. And I know that my experience is not their experience. Their experiences may be them trying to fit in with other people. And mine may be just dealing and accepting the fact that I don't fit in with everybody else. Um, but when I speak to people who truly know me as a person, they recognize that I don't fit in. In every group I've ever been in, I was always the standout person. I was always the one person that was so different that was not like anyone else. There was no person in the group that I could necessarily align myself with perfectly. You know how they have like um soul like twin flames, you know, kind of like people who are so much alike that they were almost twins from a different mother or you know like brother from another mother or sister from another mister, kind of like that. You know, I never excuse me, never once found one person, one person that was like me, that was literally like me down to a science. There's so many different things that I can do that makes me stand out. There's so many different things. And it's, it can be a little overwhelming sometimes because it, it alienates you, it isolates you, it makes you feel like no matter who you talk to or who, what circle you end up in, you're never going to find anyone that's like you. And by the time I got out of high school, I kind of got tired of feeling bad about the fact that I didn't fit in with anybody else. I just started embracing the fact that, okay, I'm a little bit different. Maybe I'm a little quirky. I'm a little brutally honest. Okay, I got a big mouth. I speak my mind. I'm a little creative. I'm a little quirky. I'm just me. And you know what? That's okay. So, so you don't fit in. So what? Does that make you less of a person because you're not like everybody else? You're not a sheep? No, that doesn't make you any less of a person. What makes you less of a person is when you fight the fact that you're different to try to fit into a mold that you don't fit into. I have a really big personality. 
But I also have a very strong personality. And sometimes that can be intimidating to some people. Because some people can't deal with strong personalities. So I guess sometimes when you're different, when you don't fit in, you have to get comfortable with being by yourself. And sometimes when you look at all the energies and personalities that are around you, sometimes that's the best thing to be by yourself. Because you never want to be in a situation with people where they like to create their own reality of who you should be. And if you don't live up to their expectations and they're disappointed to you, disappointed in you, or maybe you're not who they want you to be or feel like you should be. And then, you know, they're disappointed in you or, you know, it makes them think negatively of you because then that's not an authentic relationship. It's a relationship built on someone wanting you to be somebody that you're not rather than accepting you for the person that you are. So if you don't fit in, I guess count it as a blessing. Because in my opinion, if our creator, and that depends on who you believe in, our creator, if he intended us all to be the same, he would have made us all the same. He wouldn't have made us different. He would have made everyone the same sex, the same race, um, the same nationality, the same ethnicity. He would have made us the same weight, the same height, the same color, same hair color, same eye color. He would have made us all the same, the same personality traits and emotions. He would have made us all the same. There's a reason that he created different people because he did not intend for us all to be the same. So if you don't fit in, count it as a blessing. And if you do, that's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you don't let fitting in with anyone overshadow who you are personally, then you don't have a problem. I think it took a long time for me to get to that point. My entire high school years were probably the roughest years of my life. It was so rough because I just wanted somebody to accept me you know, even as different as I was. But when you're in a situation with people that are equivalent to you, oftentimes you're you're almost on the same level. And when you deal with people that also want other people to accept them, sometimes it can be hard to accept someone like you because you're so different. And they say who you hang out with says more about you. So if you know that you're already different and you don't fit in, if they try to accept someone like you, someone may look at them as if they're just like you and it may make hard it may be hard for them to fit in. So in that case, they choose to ignore the fact that you have similarities in order to fit into a group that doesn't fit them. But it benefits them because it makes them look good. But in turn, that can be really isolating for someone like you that, you know, just wanted to be accepted. So after a while, I stopped wanting to be accepted. You know what? Maybe I don't fit in the mold of the average person. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, the point I'm making is that it doesn't make you less of a person. It makes you a person. A person that still has thoughts and feelings and hopes and aspirations and dreams just like anyone else. And no matter what, no matter how different you may be or how much you may not fit in with a particular group of people, that gives no one the right to treat you or make you feel less of a person because you don't fit their mold. And if they do, maybe that's someone that you don't need to be around. Well, anyway, 
that was just my opinion on that. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. If you like this podcast, please check out my last podcast. I left the link in the description below. If you enjoyed this talk, please support my podcast. If you would like me to speak about any subject related to mental health, please leave me an email at the numbers 2020 time, the number two, talk at gmail.com. That's 2020 time to talk at gmail.com. Please let me know if you would like me to read your email live on my podcast. To protect your privacy, I will omit any personally identifiable information. This is Safe Word signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.